So I ended up uh, chatting to this guy in the park, and I was talking to him, seemed like a good chap, and I asked him whether I could stay with him. And he turns around, he says, look, I'm really sorry, but I'm homeless. So in that moment, I felt a lot of shame because I'm, you know, I'm doing a social experiment, and I just asked this chap who really has nothing if I could stay in his house. But he then does something profound, and he turns around to me, and he says, look, if you want, you can come and stay with me tonight. I'll feed you, I'll protect you, and I'll give you some clothes. And there was something profound about that. And I did. I stayed, in his, I stayed with him. He fed me, gave me some clothes. And he taught me that true wealth is not in our wallets, but it's in our hearts. Welcome, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, to Chapter 29 of the Let's Give a Damn podcast. This is my chance to have conversations with people who saw a need and gave a damn about it instead of walking by and ignoring it. As the great Martin Luther King Jr. said, and it's still very true today, the time is always right to do what is right. So simple, so true, and my guests have done just that and I hope you will be encouraged to do this as well. I'm thrilled you're here. I'm thrilled I'm here for that matter. And I'm so excited about our guest today. Before I share who that guest is, a few quick items. On September 23rd, I am giving a TEDx talk in Chicago. I can't wait. I mean, this is a little bit of a big deal and I'm super honored. The event theme is one of one and my talk will be on the subject of the power of less. That's the title of the talk. I won't say anything else about it, so you'll have to wait and see what that is all about when they release the videos, who knows when. But I wanted to let you know that it's coming and I'm so excited about it. The following week, September 29th, I'll be speaking at Creative Mornings in Nashville. And that evening, this is what I'm getting at. That evening, I'll be doing my very first live podcast recording. I'm so pumped about this. So what I'm about to tell you applies especially for everyone within driving distance of Nashville. I will be interviewing Barrett Ward, the founder of Fashionable. If you want to check out who that is and what Fashionable is, go to livefashionable.com. You'll see the incredible work they're doing and Barrett is the compassionate and passionate man behind all of that. There will be music and drinks and great people and of course, a podcast recording. You can find out more about these events at nicklapara.com forward slash speak. That's nicklapara.com forward slash speak. I would love for you to attend the live podcast recording. If you're in the Nashville area, you can actually attend the Creative Mornings talk as well. It'll be 8.30 to 10 in the morning. Go search Creative Mornings Nashville in Google and you will find the event coming up. Registration will open for it on September 25th. I think that's the Monday before the event. It's a free ticket, but you gotta get in. There's a limited number of tickets. We're doing it on the rooftop of LA Jackson, a hotel and bar in downtown Nashville. Overlooks the whole city. It's beautiful. Topic is compassion. I'm very thrilled about it. Join me for that event and for the evening event. You can't join me for TEDx because it's already sold out, uh, but you'll obviously be able to watch that later. Okay, enough about that. My guest today is Leon Logothetis. I think I got his name right. Leon Logothetis 
Fantastic name, fantastic person. You might know him from his iconic yellow motorcycle, which he has taken all over the world, or maybe from his TV show, Amazing Adventures of a Nobody, or maybe his series on Netflix, The Kindness Diaries, or maybe from that one time he drove a car from London to Mongolia to raise money to buy books for underprivileged kids in America. He has done so much. I have barely scratched the surface of the things he is engaged in. A very compassionate, loving, kind man. And you'll get to know that here in the next uh, few minutes. We had 30 minutes together, so I tried to make the most of it. It was super fun, and I felt way more grateful for him and for the work he is doing by the time we finished. That's always a good sign. So without further ado, my name is Nick Lapara, your host, and this is my conversation with Leon Logothetis. What's your daily routine? What are the kinds of things that set you up for success on a daily basis? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I mean, one of the things I do, and I've been doing for quite a while, is meditation. Um, so I meditate every morning and every evening, and I do it without fail. Uh, even if it okay. means that you know I'm not I'm not fully present, I still do it. Okay. And is there any kind of, you know, there's different types of meditation. Is there any kind, is there an app that you use or is it just generally the, the, the practice of meditation? Yeah, I would, I would say it's generally the practice of meditation. I don't, uh, it, it's not transcendental meditation. It's really just clearing my mind as often as I can. Okay. So there's no mantra. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, that makes sense. That's obviously something that more and more people have done and they attribute their success to that. So that makes total sense. I've started doing a little bit of that. Probably not as, definitely not as much as you and probably not as much as I should. But um, when I do it, completely helpful and it definitely changes my mindset for the day. So awesome. Yeah. So let's get right into it. Thank you so much, uh, Leon, for joining me today. We're so happy to have you here. Well, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, 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 absolutely. There's so much I want to talk about. We have 30 minutes and I would love for three hours, but we're going to get it. We're going to get this done. Uh, so much to ask you. And I know that we, the Let's Give a Damn family, have a lot to learn from you, your life, your experiences. So let's spend the first few minutes, if you don't mind, going back to the beginning. I always like to try and just poke in and ask a few questions that help us understand how you became the person that you are today the the person that made some pretty drastic decisions in their career later on uh, to to be way more of a people focused uh, person? So take us back as far as you want. Um, you can go back to childhood, your parents, your family, your living situation, anything that'll give us a peek into the kinds of things that made you who you are today. Yeah, so uh, I think we, we should probably start I, I, where I was a broker in London, um, and on the outside, I had I had everything you would want. Um, on the inside, however, I had nothing you would want. Uh, no one knew because I was wearing a mask, so it all looked like it was uh, hunky-dory on the outside. Yet on the inside, I was uh, falling apart. And I ended up watching the movie The Motorcycle Diaries, which is a romanticized version of Che Guevara traveling around South America, relying on the kindness of strangers. And there was something profound about that movie because it made me realize that there was another way to live. And I didn't have to sit behind this desk. I didn't have to follow other people's dreams. I could live my way. Um, so to cut a long story short, I quit my job and I started to travel around the world relying on the kindness of strangers. And that's kind of how, how it all began. Um, it, it wasn't as simple as that. And it hasn't all 
been a bed of roses by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, living your own life as opposed to living another life that someone else has predetermined for you is a much better way to exist. Absolutely. So you quit a well-paying job and a great, a great, at least on the outside life. Were you scared as hell? Like what happened there? Just leaving that to say, I'm going to go live a life where at least for at least for the first bit of it, you're relying on strangers to provide for you and, you know, relying on their kindness. What, what was that process? Did, were there any monsters or, you know, just what was the, the overcoming that fear and the scariness there? Yes. I mean, it wasn't a simple process. I will say that. Um, I had the advantage of, of, of having, uh, let's say, a financial foundation. Um, but still, there was more to leaving than just worrying about finances. There was, there was you know, my family had a desire for, for me to live a certain way. Uh, my friends had a desire for me to live a certain way. I'd grown up thinking that this was how I was going to live. So it was an, a lot of emotional uh, issues to go through as well. Yeah, yeah. You've been to 90 countries, right? Or is that number greater at this point? Uh, but 97, but who's counting? 97, but who's counting? <laughs> what has that been like? So I've, I've lived outside of the US for 14 years of my life and I've been to 30 countries, so not quite 97 at this point. But um, what has that been like? And have there any been any, we'll get to the specific projects you've engaged in in just a moment. But just as far as travel goes, what are the big things that you've learned from visiting 90, not just different countries, because that can that can seem very romantic and sexy and like really awesome on the outset. But what are some of the things that you've learned from visiting 90 different types of people? And there's, you know, lots of different people within each country. So what is what has that experience been like, apart from even your projects, just the act of traveling around the world? Look, I would say the greatest thing I've learned from traveling is that uh, we are all the same. It doesn't matter where, where you live, doesn't matter what color you are, doesn't matter what religion you are. At base, we are all human beings. And at base, we simply just want to be seen. And what do I mean by being seen? I mean we want to be loved, we want to be heard, we want to be, um, we want to be valuable, we want people to, to look at us and feel like we matter, we want to feel like we matter. I was uh, in the slums of India a couple of years back and I saw this uh, mother kissing her two kids goodbye, maybe like a nine and seven-year-old daughters. And in that moment, I realized that that love that she was showing is the same love that the mother shows in Beverly Hills. It's the same love that the mother shows in, uh, in Iran when they kiss their kids goodbye. We are the same. Yes, there are little you know, unique differences between us, but ultimately at base, we are the same. And that was a profound lesson because uh, we are taught by the news, by all these um, conditioning of society that we're different and we are not, we are the same. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a fantastic message even for today, just in our, just our very volatile political climate and just all the things going on, um, you know, right now in the West, like that's a very, that's an important word, what you just spoke is that we are all, we're all in this together. I just heard a few weeks ago, I, I interviewed Rain Wilson on my show, on this show, and I just heard him on another show, just talk about that, that, you know, because people always criticize him and maybe they criticize you to some extent, like you're always out, you're always helping someone else in a different place. Why not help your neighbor, the people in the city you live in? You know, why not start there? And he and the emotion that he expressed was we're all in this together. Like if I win, they win. And if they win, I win. So I need to be reach like those are my brothers and my sisters. Right. And so when we when we approach life with that sort of a mindset, 
it just gives us a bigger, more helpful, more kind, in this case, worldview, right? Absolutely. And, you know, the show, sometimes people say to me, oh, well, you didn't need to go on a yellow motorbike to, to show that there's kindness in the world. And why did you go on a yellow motorbike? And I, and I say, look, it wasn't about the yellow motorbike. The yellow motorbike was just a vehicle to uh, inspire people to, A, watch the show and buy the books. And when you watch the show and you buy the books, then you are inspired to be kind on a moment-to-moment -moment basis. That's all it is. The, the yellow motorbike, I wouldn't be on the show with you today if I didn't go around the world in the yellow motorbike. But the message isn't about the yellow motorbike. The message is that moment-to-moment, -moment, how you show up matters. And um, the, how you show up in the world for yourself and for others matter. That's really the message of the show. Let's go back to your, your first show. Correct me if I'm wrong, was The Amazing Adventures of a Nobody, correct? Yes, that was me uh, hitchhiking across uh, America, relying on the kindness of strangers. So talk about that for just a minute, because first of all, the title is very intriguing. The fact that you're obviously referring to yourself as a nobody um, and just the amazing adventures, like just explain why you did that. And was that a worthwhile adventure? And what was the biggest takeaway from that TV series? Yeah, I mean, I called it the amazing adventures of a nobody, not because I was, I felt like, or maybe on some subconscious level, I felt like I was a nobody. But I, on a conscious level, I felt like, look, no one knows who I am, and I'm just a nobody. But in fact, when you go out into the world, you realize that we are all somebodies. Um, and how you treat people matters. And no one is really a nobody. Uh, we are all somebodies. Uh, so that was really how that came about. No, that's really awesome. Was there a favorite... Do you have a, is there a story that sticks out of a situation that really impacted you? You obviously stayed with and rode with and ate with so many different kinds of people during the, the course of that show. Was there one that stuck out to you that's really impacted you or no? Oh, absolutely. There were so many. The one, one of the ones that impacted me the most was I was in um, uh, Indianapolis and I ended up meeting this lady who had a one-year-old child and she lived in Chicago, which is about three hours away from Indianapolis. And uh, she turns around to me after telling my story. She says, well, look, here are the only set of keys I have. I'm going to be in Indianapolis today because uh, I've got a wedding to do tomorrow morning. If you can find a way to get to Chicago, I'll give you my only set of keys. You can eat the chili from my fridge. You can sleep on my couch. And you can leave the keys in the flower pot the next day. And in that moment, I was like, is this real? Like, are, are you being serious? And she's like, absolutely. Uh, so that's what happened. I went to Chicago. I ate the chili from her fridge. I slept on her couch and I put the keys in the flower pot the next morning. And it was just, uh, and, and it opened up my heart. It was like, wow, there are, there is, there, there are good people out there in the world. Um, there really are. And as each journey I have taken and each adventure I have taken as well has shown me that there is more goodness in the world than there is, there is evil. That's what I've experienced. That doesn't mean that bad things don't happen, because of course they do. But more often than not, it is the, it's good things that happen. We're just not told about them. That is absolutely fascinating. You had never met this woman before. Never. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's that's hopeful, right? That, that, that has to give you hope and hopefully everyone listening. And I think a lot more people probably know you for a, a show that you've already referenced, The Kindness Diaries. How did that, first of all, how does, how did that come about? And how does, I mean, you have a show on Netflix, right? That's something that not everybody can have or will ever have. So how did that come about? And what, um, I, I assume that that has given you a level of, you know, uh, visibility that you maybe didn't have before. Yeah. What's that whole process been like to do the kindness diaries? 
Yeah, so basically with the kindness diaries, after I, I quit my first job, I ended up moving to Los Angeles and I had to go back into the corporate world, let's say, which wasn't something I was really looking forward to, but I had to. I did that for a few years and then I finally quit once and for all. And I came up with the idea of going around the world on a vintage yellow motorbike, relying on the kindness of strangers. Um, but with a twist, unsuspecting Good Samaritans would receive a life-changing gift. And that was what the Kindness Diaries was all about. And it was, it was quite an epic journey in so many, so many wonderful ways. No, that's fantastic. Uh, the same question for this show. Was there a particular encounter that you had on this yellow motorbike that really stood out to you and maybe changed you more than it changed the person that you encountered? Absolutely. So I would go up to people, I'd tell them my journey, and I would explain to them what I was doing, and I would often ask them if I could stay in their houses. And they would often say no, <laughs> which is fine. Um, but a lot of people said yes. So I ended up uh, chatting to this guy in the park, and I was talking to him, seemed like a good chap, and I asked him whether I could stay with him. And he turns around, and he says, look, I'm really sorry, but I'm homeless. So in that moment, I felt a lot of shame because... I'm, you know, I'm a, doing a social experiment and I just asked this chap who really has nothing if I could stay in his house. But he then does something profound and he turns around to me and he says, look, if you want, you can come and stay with me tonight. I'll feed you, I'll protect you, and I'll give you some clothes. And there was something profound about that. And I did. I stayed, in his, I stayed with him. He fed me, gave me some clothes. And he taught me that true wealth is not in our wallets, but it's in our hearts. And what he taught me, and this is, his name is Tony, was that ultimately... How you show up matters, and it doesn't matter what you have on the outside. You can still show up with your heart open on the inside. And, and, and he opened up my heart in a really beautiful, profound way. That's fascinating. That's awesome. Well, Tony's a hero of mine already, for sure. He, he is a hero. He is a hero. A quick break to talk about some people that sponsor this podcast and help keep the lights on, as it were. Want to know who I'm talking about? It's you, silly. Seriously, many of you support the work we are doing on this podcast by contributing monthly on a platform called Patreon. Some give $1 a month, some 5 some $10 a month, and some 25 which it's so surprising to me that the largest chunk of people contributing are at the $25 level. And that's amazing to me, and I'm so grateful for those people. So if you love these stories, just consider helping us. Honestly, no pressure, because I will always find a way to pay the people involved in making these podcasts possible, because I really, really, really want you to hear them. But if you have a few extra dollars every month and want to help us make more of these podcasts, we won't say no. Visit patreon.com forward slash let's give a damn for more information. That's P-A-T- reon.com forward slash let's give a damn for more information. Now, back to my conversation with Leon Logothetis. You know, we could talk all day on the things that you've done. People can find out a lot of that online and I hope they do for sure. Let's shift a little bit because I want to, I want to learn from you. And I know that we as the let's give a damn family want to learn a little bit today. August 2nd is, uh, the great writer and social critic James Baldwin's birthday, and um, an amazing you know man. So so much great stuff that he's given us. One of my favorite quotes, one that I've been thinking about all today, in light of let's give a damn, and even preparing for this conversation with you, is his quote that says this: 
Not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced. It seems like, to me, that's super profound because it takes away that you've got to get past the fear, you've got to get past the awkwardness, and even the the, the risk taking that's involved with giving a damn and and you know engaging in many of the things that you have engaged in. So, how does the quote? Not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced. How does that resonate with you and the things that you've experienced? Well, look, you, you have to go out into the world and take some risks. And if you don't go out into the world and take some risks, then the chances are that nothing will be changed. So if you go into the world, you get out of your comfort zone, you take a few risks, some calculated, some maybe less calculated, <laughs> then you stand a chance of, of shifting your life. And, sh- and, and when you shift your life, you shift other people's lives. And uh, you'd mentioned earlier about the win-win. And that's so important to create win-wins. Um, and when you inspire, like for example, Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa obviously had a lot of wins in the sense that she helped a lot of people. But she was also winning herself. Because when you give, you receive. Um, and when you give, it, it's, it's, a beautiful, it's a beautiful moment for you and for the person you're giving. It's like a, it's like a symbiotic relationship. No, that's beautiful. I'm not fishing for anything here. I'm just simply asking, is there a faith component in everything that you're doing? Or is it strictly, no, you believe people are more good than they are bad and you want to help like champion that or both? Look, uh, there's no religious aspect to it for me. That doesn't mean that, you know, a lot of people say to me, are you religious? Because a lot of the tenets that you speak about are religious. And for me, it's not about religion. It's about humanity. It's about, you know, it's about love. It's about spirituality. It's about inspiring people to be the, their best selves. It's about inspiring people simply to connect with their true nature, uh, their true humanity. Um, so, yes, there's definitely an element of faith. You can't do some stuff like this without faith to a certain degree. Um, but from the perspective of re- religion, there's for me personally, there's no religion per se. But what does that mean? I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah no, that makes sense. Thanks for thanks for sharing that. So the kind of life that you have chosen to live, Leon, um, is beautiful. But you know, in so many ways. But all of these, you know, hard and beautiful things that we engage in come with some amount of sacrifice. What are some of the things that you've sacrificed? You know, to live the kind of life that you're living. Was it worth it? Uh, or has there been no sacrifice? That's a very excellent question. Look, you know, I, I was working in a in a in a, in a family business, and um, we were all, you know, going towards the same goal. And and I left that. So in some way, I left the closeness with my family. That um, doesn't mean we're still not close to a certain degree. We are, but. Had I been sitting in that office day in, day out, I would imagine there would have been a, a more of a closeness. Um, another thing, I, I guess, uh, a sacrifice. I mean, I, I don't, wouldn't really want to call it a sacrifice because I've, I've lived a beautiful life, is um, relationships are very challenging when you're always on the road. Um, you know, so I haven't had kids yet. Um, I haven't, uh, you know, managed to find a relationship that actually... Uh, they're willing to put up with me. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> so, but, you know, sacrifice is, uh, is, is, I haven't sacrificed anything compared to so many people out there in the world. So uh, it's, it's, it's a tough word. 
Yeah, no, totally. And I understand that. And, and th- that's a fantastic response that, yes, there are some things you've given up or are harder to get or manage, but you're so right. I mean, the, the lives that you and I are living are so, we, we have so much that so many don't have. And um, it's a beautiful thing that you get to continue, you know, championing those people and those those ideas. You've obviously learned a lot about, this is very evident, about living an others-focused life and about giving a damn. For a few minutes as we begin to, you know, head toward wrapping up, there's a lot of people that are listening that, you know, are, are listening because they want to hear inspiring stories. Maybe they're listening to this particular one because they've watched your show and they want to learn more about you. But everyone I think that is listening, whether very overtly or inside of them, they want to give a damn. They want to make a difference. They want to find their calling, how they're going to love and care for people well. But maybe they haven't taken the leap yet. Maybe they haven't jumped out. It's too comfortable to stay in our normal daily routine and watch Netflix every day and just do our thing. Unless they're watching Netflix, watching your show. <laughs> but that's the exception. Um, but, uh, but can you give two or three pieces of just wisdom based on your experience, two or three pieces of advice for someone that hasn't quite taken the leap, but you want, to do, you want them to do that as a result of listening to our conversation? Yeah, absolutely. I would say the first thing that is very important is that you matter and you matter profoundly and never let anyone tell you that you don't. Never let anyone tell you that your dreams don't matter because they do. And if anyone tells you that you don't matter, send them to me and I will tell them very clearly that you do matter. That's the most important thing. That's the foundation to, to have an understanding of, of, of your magnificence. I would say also, follow your heart. I know that's an easy thing to say. Oh, okay, the Englishman comes onto this show and says, follow your heart. It's nice, it's nice for him to say because he, he has a Netflix show, blah, blah, blah. I get it. It's easy to say. It's harder to do. But if you follow your heart moment to moment, you will find the magic. And you will, you, if you don't follow your heart, you will wake up at 90 years old, you look back at your life and you'll be like, hmm, I didn't do what I I wanted to do. I didn't live. I lived someone else's life. So follow your heart. And the third and probably the most important thing is never, never give up. I don't care what happens to you. I don't care what happens to you. Never, never give up. If you fall and you need to stay down for a day, for a week, for a month, that's okay. But you get back up. Never give up. I'm really enjoying this conversation because... You're giving very, all of my guests do for sure. I'm not saying that, but you're giving very practical advice and you're doing it in a way that's not wasting any words. You're very good with just just saying it and cutting out the extra words. And I think people are going to be able to walk away from this conversation just very, very helped. And so I'm super grateful for that. So talk about real quickly your 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 books, right? You've got a few of them out there now. What are they about? Which ones, if someone was going to say, you know, out of this conversation, I'm going to go buy one of his books, which one would you want them to go get? Well, if you want to, to get a book that will speak to your heart uh, and inspire you to believe in the power of kindness, then I would get the book, The Kindness Diaries. If you want to uh, learn all the lessons that I learned on the road, and find the courage to live the life you were always meant to live, then I would buy the book Live, Love, Explore. Fantastic. What does the future hold for you? If you could dictate, none of us can, but if you could just straight up dictate you, what your future is going to look like and how you're going to be able to you know, have an impact, what would that 
what's that what's that look like what are your hopes and dreams for from here on out um, I, I, I would very much like to continue doing shows and writing books that enable me to go on adventures and enable me to inspire people through those adventures, to inspire people to believe in themselves, to inspire people to believe in the power of kindness. Um, and on a personal note, if there's anyone out there, I would uh, very much like to, 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 to meet a, a lovely lady and uh, have some kids, but, but the lady has to understand that I may go away for a while, yeah. and please don't get too pissed off with me. Well, it would be an honor if, through this conversation, if some lady stood up and said, that's the man I'm looking for. There he is. <laughs> um, that would I be love pretty that. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, as we head toward wrapping up now for reals, um, just on a strictly like pleasure level, like what's been your favorite place that you've visited? You know, not not because of the yellow motorbike or the cab or anything, but just a place that you really, really enjoyed out there in the world. I would have to say New Zealand. New Zealand is a beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, I did a road trip a couple of years ago. It's just such a, a magnificent uh, place. With, with The scenery is amazing. The people are friendly. It's truly a beautiful, beautiful place. That's awesome. That's awesome. Before I get to the very last question, um, I want to take 20 seconds and honor you, Leon. You are a light. You are someone who is encouraging so many people through your books, through your shows, through your speaking. That's very evident. Um, and you you did all that. You're doing all of this because you answered a call. You even expressed it wasn't you know as happy as it seemed on the outside, but it was secure. You had money and all this stuff, and you had a bright future probably in that, but you you said, you know, essentially, F it, I'm going out to, uh, you know, to do this thing that my, that my heart, you know, it's, uh, it's beating faster, just me thinking about it. So I want to honor you and encourage you to continue doing that because there are so many more people that you're going to be able to impact if you keep spreading this message of kindness that you're so obviously so good at doing. Well, thanks, man. Uh, and and what's interesting is a wise man once said to me, I used to tell him that uh, I was really inspired by people like Winston Churchill, by people like Gandhi, like people like Martin Luther King. And he turned around and he said to me, Leon, the reason why you are inspired by those people is because what they had in them, you have in you. And I would say the same thing to you and to everyone else that's listening. If you, for whatever reason, are inspired by, by my adventures and by what I've done, it's because what you see in me is in you. No, that's super helpful. So many of us, uh, in fact, there's probably people listening that have done this for you, right? They compare your highlight reel, right? What they see online to their own blooper reel and they psych themselves out of ever like jumping off that cliff into the unknown, right? The risk-taking and the failing. That's a beautiful thing, what you just sh shared, that like wh what people are seeing you do and what they're seeing me do and so many different people, the people that we look up to, they are they can do that, but they have to get out. They have to take some risks. They have to go love people and you know without expecting anything in return. And that's when the beautiful stuff starts happening. So that's that's uh, thank you for for shooting some of that back my way. I really appreciate that. So last question is a hypothetical one. This is the question the, the only question that remains true in every talk. So the, the hypothetical question is this. Someday, you know, 50, 60, maybe more, if they can figure out how to make us live longer, 70 years from now, you're going you're gonna to die. And I, for some odd reason, am giving your eulogy in front of all the people that you've, uh, that you've influenced and affected, your family, you know, hopefully that, that, that young lady who is now old beside you and all your kids and everybody, they're all there 
to honor you, to honor your life, to honor the things that you've done. And I have the privilege of speaking your eulogy, speaking your legacy over these people. What do you hope that I will say to them on that day? <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Look, you know, I, I would hope that you would, you would say to them that um, the Englishman lived fully uh, and he loved with all his heart. And uh, when he fell down, he got back up. Um, and he inspired people to uh, believe in themselves. It's a hell of a legacy. I hope, I hope that's true. I hope that's true. That's awesome. That, that's great. Before we leave, what do you want people to go find of yours? Where can they find you and what, what do you want them to go check out first? I think the best thing to do is to start with is to simply go to Netflix and, and watch The Kindness Diaries on Netflix. Uh, I think that, that's a, it's an inspiring show. Uh, when I when I sat with the editors, I, one of the things I kept saying to them was, "I want you to make people feel. I want you to make people cry." And I get messages every day. Oh, you made me cry, and I'm and in the back of my head, I'm thinking to myself, "Okay, that's what I wanted. Not in a bad way. I don't want to make you don't want to make you cry in a bad way, but you're crying because you're feeling, and too many of us don't feel. So I hope that you you have a good cry and you feel inspired." That's awesome. Well, everyone listening, start there. Everyone has Netflix. Go put it to some good use by watching The Kindness Diaries. Uh, Leon, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so thrilled at what you're doing with your life. And we will all be, you know, we are cheering you from the sidelines and excited about what you're going to continue to do. Thanks so much for having me. Well, that about does it for this week. Thank you for joining Leon and me for this conversation. You can find Leon on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Leon Logothetis and at leonlogothetis.com. You can just go Google his name, start typing it in, it will come up. And go watch The Kindness Diaries on Netflix. Please, please, please. Shut off Luke Cage for a little bit or reruns of The Office. We know you've seen them over and over again. And watch something that will encourage you and restore your faith just a little bit in what humans can and should be doing for each other. Keep up with me at Nick Lapara everywhere and at Let's Give a Damn everywhere as well. We'd love to keep up with you. Interact with us there. We would love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you. I love you all. Keep giving so many dams and I cannot wait to spend time with you next week. Bye. Bye.